When you're traveling, do you ever stress about what's happening back home? Like, did you forget to lock up or leave a window open? That's why we totally suggest getting Simply Safe home security today for top notch security and peace of mind no matter where your summer adventures take you. That's actually such a good point. I think that is one of the main reasons Peyton and I love Simply Safe as well is that I lock the front door, that I do this, is a window open, you can just tell exactly what's going on in your home. Right. And I, I know like when we travel, it is so nice to just have that peace of mind to know that your home is okay. There's also a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras that we've installed. So we have view of our entire house, every entry point. Plus, I just feel relieved knowing that it's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. Right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at Simply simplysafe.com slash husband. There's no safe like Simply Safe. With summer closing in, I am so ready to ditch my cold weather clothes and say hello to shorts and tees. But I don't want to just buy what's trendy. I want to update timeless, high-quality summer pieces that I can utilize for all seasons and years to come without spending a fortune. And now I've got a lineup of beautiful clothes from Quince that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, Blouses and shorts from $30. That's what I'm talking about, babe. There's washable silk tops, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less oh than gosh. similar brands. It's actually because they partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. I actually just ordered their linen shorts, tops, and pants that I plan to wear for this summer because they're lightweight, and I'm so excited to get them and start planning my Quince capsule wardrobe for my summer travels. Honestly, I have so much Quince clothing, and I love it all. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com husband for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash husband to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash husband hey everybody welcome back to our podcast this is murder with my husband i'm peyton morland and i'm garrett morland and he's the husband and i'm the husband we just want to say hi to everyone if you are here from tiktok hi we love you all thank you for joining in if you are listening on podcast please subscribe please leave us a review it helps us out so much and if you are here on youtube please turn on notifications and follow us and also leave a comment we reply to well we try to reply to all of our comments we love talking with you guys so thank you for commenting we are going to just jump right into it today. Garrett, what is your 10 seconds? My 10 seconds. Well, I bought a barbecue. Oh, he did. Or he a did. grill, barbecue, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Peyton and I were discussing whether it's called a barbecue or a grill last time. Yeah. Anyways, we bought one. <laughs> yeah, so we did. We haven't set it up yet, though. It's well, still just in our actually, garage. Actually, because the people who delivered it were supposed to set it up, True. but then they said they couldn't. And I'm like... Well, now that means we have to set it up and we're not very good at that stuff. So we'll see how it goes. Maybe we'll video it for you guys. I don't know what happened. Lowe's brought it, said, oh, free delivery and set up. So they knocked on our door. He came out with the grill and he said, hey, I have to put this in your garage. And I asked him about setup and he said, oh, we can't do that. And so anyways, <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> it was so confusing. So yeah, now we have to try to set up the grill. So we, we're going to do it. We'll, we'll be fine. We'll, do we'll figure it out. Okay, so our case this week was suggested by Michelle Ruth. Her Instagram is Michelle underscore Ruth underscore. So thank you, Michelle, for sending this in. Our sources are a YouTube channel called Unique True Crime Obsessed. 
handsacrossthebay.org and today.com. Our episode this week takes place in Clearwater, Florida, which is a beautiful city along the coast in the United States with stunning beaches. It's the middle of the night on January 23rd, 2012. A girl named Serena Tolson is hanging out with her friend, whose name is Israel, at a local park. While sitting on a picnic table, they hear a scream. And they kind of sit there and are like, well, it's it's like 3 a.m., so that yeah. was a little weird. And then they hear another scream. So they both begin running towards the scream because it kind of sounded like someone was being hurt. It wasn't like a scary scream. It was more like someone was needing help. And so that's why they went towards if you're running or if you're wondering why they ran towards a scream in the middle of the night because I probably wouldn't have done that. <laughs> and the scene they came across was gruesome. A man was on top of a woman in the middle of the street, stabbing her over and over again at 3 a.m. What? Serena runs up and yells for the man to stop. Um, She yells, you know, you're killing her. Stop. Israel runs up and pushes the man off of the victim. And the man then gets up and runs over to his car and opens the door. Oh, no. Serena begins calling the cops at this point. Call for medical emergency. So the man that walked back to his car, when he walked back, he actually was getting a bigger knife out. And then he walked back to the victim and stabbed the woman again. And at this point, Israel and Serena are kind of backing off the scene because they feel threatened and they feel in danger. They had already tried to push this man off. He obviously wasn't backing up. So all they could do was call the cops and kind of safely distance themselves. But both of them heard this stab, this final fatal stab. And she's actually on the phone with the 911 operator when this happens and you hear it happen and then you hear her freak out. So we're going to play that for you now. This is so brutal. So after this, the man just got up and walked away with the knife in his hand and got back into his car. So now we're going to back up. Melissa Dome was born the baby of her family. She loved to play outside with her sister and the neighborhood kids. She was a good student in high school and dreamed of being a baby nurse when she grew up. Melissa's mom says that Melissa was a sweet girl that never got into much trouble. She took college classes in high school. She had straight A's. And she also worked at Dairy Curl, which is a small business in in Clearwater by the beach. Like Dairy Queen? I'm assuming so. I'm I'm assuming it's a play on it, but Dairy Curl is kind of popular in Clearwater. So I'm assuming anyone who lives there knows about this place. And the job at Dairy Curl was a really fun high school job for Melissa because a lot of kids from school would stop there um, on their way to and from the beach because it was right by the beach. Yeah, They kind of would hang out there for the night. It was definitely like a hangout place, a cool place, which made work way more fun for Melissa because all of her friends were constantly coming in all the time. And at this time, I guess it was kind of like the spot to be in in her grade. Not to mention, Melissa worked hard, and this made it so she could buy a car for herself and pay for things on her own, which was important to her, but also made her kind of like the cool friend because she had a little bit more than everyone else. So when Melissa was a junior at Clearwater High School, she met a boy named Robert Burton, who was a senior at the time. So she was a junior, he was a senior. And we all know how that kind of goes. Why is it so cool to 
date the older guys. I don't know. But Robert was funny and sweet and had two different colored eyes, which kind of made him stand out. He had a blue and a brown eye. By the way, I'm older than Peyton. (laughs) There you go. I did it. I married the older guy. So he had even stopped in, Robert had even stopped into the Dairy Curl a couple times and had seen Melissa. And Melissa was kind of excited when Robert and her started talking because she had also seen him at the Dairy Curl and was interested in this older guy at school. So after a couple months, in October of 2009, after Robert had graduated high school, him and Melissa began officially dating. As Robert and Melissa became more official, Robert's mom actually got remarried. And so Robert kind of began spending a lot of time away from home. He felt kind of like the outcast of his own family because all these new kids came in. And Melissa's family really took him under their wing, welcomed him into the family, kind of made her new, fresh boyfriend part of the family welcome. Yeah. Um, It seemed like to Melissa's friends that her and Robert were completely falling for each other. They had the first love kind of going on, you know, like it's the first love. They're both into it like wholeheartedly. They were inseparable, um, counting the months they were together. Like it's our one month anniversary. It's like that type of thing. Got it. Okay. But like most teenage love stories, things didn't stay rainbows and butterflies for long. Melissa found out that Robert had been smoking cigarettes behind her back and lying to her about it. Melissa was sad because he had consistently lied about this, covering up the smell. Like it had been a long time Mm -hmm. lie and that kind of hurt her feelings. But Robert promised her that he would quit. Once she found out, he was like, I'm done. I won't do it again. Melissa hoped this was a one-time thing, like just a bump in the road. But as time went on, more and more issues began to emerge with this young couple. Melissa had actually won multiple awards for her academics at school. She's now a senior. And instead of being congratulatory, Robert began making sarcastic remarks in front of Melissa's family about how, oh, it's just Melissa. She gets everything. She's perfect. Mm. Yada, yada, yada. Like sarcastically, like almost bitter, kind of like. Envious kind of. Yeah. Like I've graduated high school and I'm just kind of sticking around with my girlfriend who's still in high school and just getting all this recognition. Got it. Melissa also found out she was accepted into the college of her dreams but Robert convinced her to go to the community college near him. Do you know which college that was? It was like a predominant college, but it didn't say which college. Okay. Melissa told everyone, actually, it was my decision to go to the community college. So she was kind of covering up for Robert because everyone was like, why are you staying here? You guys can date long or he can follow you there. And she's like, no, no, no. I want to go to community college. Mm. But she knew that she had actually made the decision solely for him. She was giving up her dream. Despite this road bump, Melissa held to her plan of becoming a nurse and began working shifts at the local hospital while doing nursing school at this local college. It was at this time that Robert actually started showing up at her work and fighting with her on shift. What? Did he not work? No. So he would show up and she'd be like, hey, I still have a lot like a lot of time left on shift. And he was like, it's fine. I'll just hang out here. So he would show up and be like, I'm just going to hang out. And she'd be like, well, no, like this is my place of work. Yeah, you like can't I'm working just hang out. right and now. And then he'd start yelling. Like, 
What do you mean I can't just hang out? I'm just supposed to sit here and follow you along while you just pursue your dreams. And yeah. like people would hear, he'd make a scene at Good work. Good impression, by the way. Yeah, and he did. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and he did it multiple times. Okay. So Weird. he he also began keeping tabs on her at all times and insisting that all of her free time be with him. If they'd go to a party together, he'd like just sit there and not say anything and be like, why are you talking to them? Why, why aren't you hanging out with me? Why aren't you talking to me? So it was very controlling. Very controlling. This also was the point where the name called calling kind of became a consistent thing in their relationship. He would call her dumb and crazy, gaslight her. Um, Robert was twisting every scenario, every fight to be Melissa's fault. Like she'd be like, well, you can't yell at me like that. He'd be like, well, you're the one making me do it type thing. In the spring of 2011, so they've been dating. I mean, they met in 2009. Melissa's sister invited her out to the beach with a couple other friends at the party, one of their friends brought up a story that had to do with Melissa's ex-boyfriend, like a funny story, like, oh, yeah. remember the time that he did this? And Melissa got so nervous because Robert was there and she knew that would make him mad that they had brought up her ex-boyfriend. So on the way up to their car after the party was over, Robert kind of kept purposely flat tiring Melissa, which if you don't know what that means, it's he was stepping on the back of her shoes as she was walking ahead of him. And she asked him to stop because she knew it wasn't in a playful manner. He was doing this because he was, he was mad. He was yes. anger. But he didn't want to like, you know, full on hit her. Like or like, her. And he didn't want to bring it up because yeah. he knew it was stupid. But at the same time, he like needed to Do show something. her. Yeah. And so he just okay. kept doing it over and over. And so Melissa kind of began running away from him after asking him to stop. She just started running so that he wouldn't keep doing it. And Robert chased her. So Melissa turned around when they kind of got up to the top of the hill and told him, stop chasing me. Like, this isn't funny. I'm not playing. And Robert shoved her down and Melissa fell backwards down the hill, like fell down the hill. Oh my God. And scraped her leg up pretty bad. She was bleeding. And this had kind of like been loud because she'd been like, stop, stop, you know? And so the, the, the group of friends is still back down on the beach. And so Robert ran back to the group of friends and said, oh my gosh, Melissa fell down a hill. And they were already running up to be like, what's going on? And so they all run up to find Melissa and Melissa tells them, I didn't fall. He pushed me down the hill. And so this is when it becomes awkward because it's this group of friends and Robert starts screaming at Melissa, why are you lying? Why are you lying to them? I didn't touch you. I didn't push you. And so Melissa's sister, who's there, tries to de-escalate the situation. Um, she just says, guys, Whoa. stop. I will take Melissa home. Robert, you just leave. That's so like, intense. Yeah, you don't need that to fight. that would be really awkward. It's awkward. And mm-hmm. so people don't know what to say. And they're like, you don't need to sit here and fight. I'll just take her home and you just leave. Like, obviously, this is not a good situation right now. Melissa tried to stay away from Robert after he pushed her down the hill that day. But Robert began threatening suicide. Like, if you leave me, I will kill myself. And so Melissa couldn't leave. Obviously, Melissa's family did not want her seeing Robert anymore after her sister came home and was like, hey, I think he pushed her down the hill. Yeah. Um, And they were not happy that he had physically hurt her. But after only a few weeks, Melissa and Robert were back together. So it was a pretty toxic relationship. Very. It was now the summer of 2011. And Melissa and Robert had been dating for about a year and a half. And ever since the first case of physical assault, when he pushed her down that hill... The abuse just got worse and basically spiraled out of control. One night they were alone at Melissa's house when, and she still lived with her parents. So it's not like her apartment, it's her parents. 
and they get into a tiny argument that's kind of stupid and about nothing, but Robert just began strangling her. And Melissa finally got him off her and ran outside into the front yard. She was hyperventilating, having a panic attack. And Robert um, ran out after her and began yelling at her to get back in the house. Stop causing a scene. You're going to like the neighbors are going to come out. Stop overreacting. Get back in the house. Even he's though a, he had just been strangled. He's crazy. Her. Yeah. Um, and she obviously didn't want to go back in the house, but she didn't have shoes. She's scared of Robert. She didn't have her keys. Nothing. And so when she went back into the house, Robert was holding some alcohol and some antibiotics of hers, threatening that if Melissa left him, he would kill himself. So anytime she was like, hey, I'm going to leave, like this is it, I'm done, he would threaten Threaten to to do that. And so she would feel it's completely unfair and she would feel completely stuck. Melissa was hysterical, just sobbing like, can't believe this is what's going on. Can't believe this is my life. And so then Robert then grabbed a knife and backed her into a corner and said, if you don't stop crying, I'm going to kill you. Like, stop crying. Shut up. And so she's like. Did she call the police at this point? No, because she he's got a knife on her. She doesn't have her phone. She's just like literally having a panic attack. Yeah. So she tries to stop crying. And Robert says, if you don't stop crying right now, I'm going to kill you. And then I'm going to wait for your whole entire family to get home. And I'm going to kill them one by one as well. He's insane. Insane. Literally insane. So Melissa just felt completely trapped Mm -hmm. at this point. Like, what's she supposed to do? All right, you guys. Audible is your one-stop app for all things audio entertainment. From bestsellers and the latest releases to celebrity memoirs and gripping mysteries. Audible's library is brimming with countless genres to love and new discoveries to make. Dive into an unparalleled selection of audiobooks and explore exclusive Audible originals brought to life by top celebrities, renowned experts, and fresh voices. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. Plus, you can enjoy unlimited access to a growing selection of audiobooks, Audible originals, and podcasts such as with my husband. Honestly, I love Audible because I will get into a story while I'm cleaning or driving. Sometimes I get so hooked listening to a story, I just end up finding new places to clean or just end up sitting in my car, which drives Garrett nuts, but I'm out there sitting there. New members can explore Audible free for 30 days. Also this March through May, the Audible sweep you into a realm of intrigue and suspense with their mystery and thriller collection, featuring exclusive new thrillers from their best-selling authors. Their selection is designed to captivate and surprise, ensuring your heart rate remains as elevated as your imagination. New members can try Audible for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash MWMH or text MWMH to 500-500. That's audible.com slash MWMH or text MWMH to 500-500. We're jumping into an ad right now, and I, no joke, I've had this question I think about it all the time because I hate getting sick. Do you ever wonder why some people just don't get sick? One of the reasons you can help yourself from getting sick is Armra Colostrum. Okay, obviously I had no idea that colostrum is the first nutrition we receive in life and is an exclusive source of all the essential nutrients we need in order to thrive. So what's amazing is Armra colostrum is a proprietary concentrate of bovine colostrum that harnesses over 400 functional nutrients to strengthen your immune barriers, your body's inside suit of armor, and the first line of defense against harmful particles from the environment that can trigger inflammation and actually make Make you sick. I'm not saying that 
it 100% works for everybody because obviously you never know. But all I'm saying is I haven't been sick since I started taking it. Well, and the science behind it is so cool. Armor Colostrum strengthens all four layers of your gut wall where 80% of your immune cells are housed. And it's a rich exclusive source of antibodies that optimize your immune defense during cold and flu season. Plus in clinical trials, bovine colostrum was found to be at least three times more effective than the flu vaccine at preventing the flu. We've worked out a special offer for our audience. Receive 15% off your first order. Go to tryarmra.com slash husband or enter husband to get 15% off your first order. Again, that's T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A dot com slash husband. Do you ever find that when you're traveling, you can't help but worry about what's going on back home? Like, Again, did you remember to lock up everything or close all the windows? It's so easy for those little concerns to nag at you while you're trying to enjoy your trip. And that's why we highly recommend looking into Simply Safe Home Security today. It's all about giving you the top-notch security and total peace of mind, no matter where your summer adventures take you. It's like having that extra layer of protection so you can truly relax and enjoy your time away. You guys, I know that when we travel, it is so nice to just have that peace of mind. You know, it's not only for when you're home and you don't want someone breaking in, but like also when you're away from home and you just want to know that your house is safe. And that is what Simply Safe gives you. There's a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras we've installed. So we have a view of all our entry points. Plus, Simply Safe was named Best Home Security System 2024 by the U.S. News and the World Report. Simply Safe has given us and many of our listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. Right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com/husband. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Melissa began lying to her family and hiding things, which is a telltale sign of domestic violence abuse is that you get cut off from your whole family you're hiding the actions you won't tell anybody she also began buying robert his cigarettes because um feeding his addiction of them kind of made him more calm like it Mm. it led to less outbursts for him and so she was kind of like if i give him like and buy him cigarettes he won't hurt me and this is kind of interesting to me because the first indication of problems began with her not wanting him to smoke cigarettes, right? Yeah. And now she's buying them for him to make her life easier. Yeah. Which is just so sad. So like sad. the where it went is so sad. On October 25th, 2011, Robert and Melissa were hanging out with friends when Robert asked her to leave and go buy him cigarettes. So they're all hanging out and he's like, hey, go buy me cigarettes. And she's like, no. Like, we just got here. She didn't want to leave her friends. She had been spending money on cigarettes for it. Like, she was like, I, this is not the place. I don't want to do it. I've just had enough. I don't want to do it. Before, um, so Robert then grabbed Melissa's car keys and was like, fine, I'll go get them and you're coming with me. We're going to go get them together. Before they left, M- Melissa turned to one of their friends and under her breath said, please follow us to the gas station. I'm not comfortable. Wow. Which this is the first time That's she's so like, scary. she's made an, like a... trying to reach out to someone Mm -hmm. like I'm uncomfortable. And so they obviously get to the gas station and Robert asked why the friends followed them. And Melissa's like, I don't know, maybe they needed to come to the gas station too. I don't know why they followed us. And so then they just go back. And after the party, Melissa and Robert got into a huge fight because of this in the driveway of Melissa's family home. And Robert ends up throwing Melissa's wallet, keys, and phone 
like they get out of the car and he ends up throwing them around the yard, trying to make her feel trapped. Like why taking her is personal this guy thing. such a psycho? Yeah. Like and what is he doing? It's just domestic it kind of, it abuse. It just kind of frustrates me. Like that's so mean to treat someone like that. Somebody like that. Yeah. So Melissa began screaming for him to stop. Like they're obviously going to wake people up. Like this is a big deal. Yeah. And Robert punches her face oh and she gosh. falls onto the ground and he just gets climbs on top of her and begins punching her because she won't be quiet, which is he doesn't want people to come out, obviously. Well, dude, you're punching her. Exactly. And I don't blame her. She should, you know, she's like, it, yeah. she should be screaming. 100%. She's getting punched in the face. Melissa actually kicks Robert in the balls and he climbs off of her because, you know, men yeah. are weak. Just kidding. <laughs> and she gets up and runs to where he had thrown her phone and she dials 911. Like she grabs the phone and dials 911. And then she hesitates to press send. Because Robert had told her countless times that if she ever told anyone, he would kill her. Um, he would kill her family. Oh, just press send. And please. we see this a lot with yeah. like um, with domestic abuse victims because it's just they have so much control mm-hmm. over you. So she's like hesitating to press send. And then she turns around and sees that Robert is stood up and is coming towards her. So she just presses send and begins running down the road, like just booking it down the road on the phone. The 911 call, I'm not going to play it, but there's another 911 call here. And it's an eight minute long call. And you just hear her, he's chasing me, he's hurting me, he's chasing me, please, saying her address over and over. And this 911 call really bothered me because the operator sounded really annoyed with Melissa. Like, can't you just run away? Just run. I don't know. I don't know. No, he did not. Yes. Like, so annoyed. So annoyed that Melissa's calling for help. I feel like this has happened when. What's the story we did with the survivor that was in the, the trash? mom in the trash? The and they're the just trash. like, we can't hear you. We can't hear you. And she's like yeah. almost dead of hypothermia. Yeah. yeah. And Melissa even says like, are the police close? Like she's running. Yeah. She's like, are the police close? And the operator goes, uh, you literally just called me two minutes ago. What do you mean? Are the police close? Like she's being so rude. What? I don't believe this. It's I'm gonna have so to listen to this. weird. It's so weird. And may I'll maybe I'll insert it or maybe I'll put it in if we don't end up inserting it. But okay. it was just like kind of weird to me when I was listening because yeah. I was like, no one even talked about it either. And I was like, what the heck? Like yeah. I would be so sad if I called for help and this is how I was getting treated. But so she ran all the way. Melissa runs all the way to an intersection before she realizes that Robert is no longer chasing her. Like she turns around and she's like, he's no longer chasing me. She's still on the phone. So she's like, okay, he's not chasing me anymore. But then she's like, wait, where is he? So she turns around and ends up running back towards the house. No. Because she's scared that he has her keys and she's scared that he just went in and hurt her family. Because her family's all asleep in the house. Oh, my gosh. And so that's what ran through her head is like, oh, wait, no, he went back to hurt my family. So she begins running back. And as she gets back to the house, he jumps out of the bushes. He had been waiting for her to come turn around, like get tired, turn around and come back so that he could attack her again. So he's hiding in the bushes. And as she runs by, he jumps out of the bushes. Um, But as soon as he wraps his arms around her, the police pull up. Like they were on the street. They pull up. Um, They obviously see him like hurting her. He's wrapped his arms around her. He's not being nice. They're struggling. And the police pull up. He lets go of her. Melissa runs to the police. And Robert says, looks at her and says, you called the police. Are you seriously doing this to me? 
This guy is the. Are like, you seriously doing this to me? Yeah. He's a hundred percent. I mean, the whole time he's just been gaslighting her, manipulating yes. her. Oh yes. So sad. So sad. So the police arrest Robert and they take Melissa into her mom's house and they wake her up and they explain about domestic violence. Keep in mind, Melissa's mom thought everything had been better since he pushed her down the hill that yeah. one time. So she's like completely taken aback and they explain, listen, you can't go back to him or we will see you again. Yeah. Like they don't stop. He's not going to stop hurting you. He's not going to stop beating you. So if you go back to him, this will not be the last time we're here. Yeah. And she's like, I know, I know. So Robert was charged with domestic battery, which is a misdemeanor charge. The next morning, Robert called Melissa from jail to come pick him up. Did she do it? No, she's like, I'm not oh, coming okay. to pick you up. Oh. On January 23rd, Robert had a court date. Later that night, in the middle of the night, Melissa was woken up by a call from Robert. She ignored the call because they were broken up at this point. Like he got arrested and she was like, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not talking to you. I'm not, I'm, we're broken up. Yeah. Um, and so he, she's like, why is he calling me in the middle of the night? She knew he had his court date that day, but she's like, if anything, he, he shouldn't be calling me. That's what the court date was for. Uh-huh. And so she, she ignores the call, but he just kept on calling. Melissa answers and told him, you know, you're not supposed to be calling me. Like, we're not supposed to be talking. And he says, um, you know, I love you. I just want to tell you I love you. And I know I'm not supposed to be near you, but can I come by and get one last hug? Like, can I get some closure? Our relationship was long. Don't do it. Like, can I just come by and get a hug? He says, I'll leave you alone forever if you just let me come by and say goodbye. Um, he was crying, talking about closure, all this. So Melissa agrees. No. She's like, okay. Yeah. Um, she grabs her phone, her keys, and some pepper spray and goes outside. Now, it kind of seems like he was already at the house because cause it, this, the way the story was told, it was like she grabbed her keys, went out, and then boom, he's there. Okay. And so I'm kind of like, was was he calling from outside, right? I don't know for sure, but that's kind of what I was feeling was happening. Yeah. Melissa notices when she walks out that Robert was dressed up, but it was the middle of the night. So it was dark. Like, why is he wearing fancier clothes than he normally does? Like, she's been dating this guy forever. She knows him. So Robert walks up and just immediately puts his arms around her. They're in the middle of the street, um, executing that promised hug. Why are... So why is she in the middle of the street? Why isn't she on her doorstep or by her house? He part. He just pulled up and he parked in up. the street. Okay. Yeah. And while his arms were wrapped around Melissa, she heard like a click sound. Oh, no. And now do you remember at the beginning of the story? Yeah. They, they walked up. He was stabbing a woman in the middle of the street. Yep. So now we're caught up. Got it. The 911 call happened. We obviously know that Robert had a knife behind her back. Lured her to come out to give one last goodbye hug. He literally wrapped his arms around her and began stabbing her. And then oh the witnesses gosh. came up and watched him kill her. When we started podcasting, an online store was honestly the furthest thing from our minds. But now we're selling Murder With My Husband merch. And it's so easy because we use Shopify. And we really do. We use Shopify to sell our merch. I've been using Shopify for years. So it is absolutely amazing. Easy to use. So intuitive. I love it. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. And it's great because they grow with you. So whether you're just launching your shop or you've just hit 
a million orders, they are there every step of the way. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. We've actually tried a couple other platforms before we started using Shopify to sell our merch and Shopify is just the best. Um, I've been using it for years, like I've said, and I just love having control over it and being able to do what I want. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is a global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash husband. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash husband now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash husband. So after Robert stabbed Melissa, he left her for dead. Police showed up to the area because Israel and Serena had called the cops, our two witnesses, and they found Melissa's body. Police say coming up on her body was one of the most awful sights. She had been stabbed in the face, the neck. Um, There were teeth knocked out and laying in the street. What an absolute psycho monster that is monster so sad yes um her slippers were blood-stained and in the road she had been just it was horrible police call for backup because they don't know where the guy went they don't know where who we know as robert went Mm -hmm. but as they are sitting there they notice something they look over and it looks as if melissa is like breathing yeah they're kind of, like she's not doing anything but they're like watching her and they're like her chest is kind of moving and so they walk over they check her pulse and it's faint but melissa has a pulse did they but, just assume she was dead yes because serena on the 911 call said they he just, just killed, killed her. her okay he just killed her so they check her pulse it's so faint melissa had survived the awful attack up to this point not knowing how much time they had, police try to wake Melissa up and ask her her name, like keep her awake, right? Like that's the whole thing. Uh-huh. Keep her conscious. And so they try to wake her up and she kind of comes to and she mumbles, Melissa, they say, what's your name? She mumbles, Melissa. They say, who did this to you? She says, Robert, Robert's name. The police can't understand her very well. Keep in, keep in mind, she'd been stabbed and slashed in the face. Yes. So Melissa tried her hardest to spell out Robert's name. She's like, R. Oh, like she's trying her hardest to say who did it. So heartbreaking. They can't understand her. Paramedics showed up and tried their hardest to get Melissa to stay with them. She was in and out. She just kept telling them, I have to go now. That's what she kept saying over and over is, I have to go now. Oh, that's so sad. Paramedics were like, what? And she's like, I have to go now. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I just So Melissa had actually prayed to God in those last moments before police showed up, prayed for angels. Um, And she had actually dragged herself to the side of the road. So after Robert got back in his car, she was like, he's going to run me over. So she she used her arms to drag herself over to the side of the road, which is why police kind of had a hard time finding her at first. Mm-hmm. She was literally a warrior. Yeah. Like in she's almost dead and she's like I've got to get over so he doesn't run me over with the car. So both Serena and Israel, the two witnesses from the park that came up on the attack, identified Robert's picture because after they figured out who the victim was, they were like, this is her boyfriend. We've been called here before. So they get a picture of Robert. They walk over, they show it to Serena and Israel. And they're like, oh yeah, that's the guy. 
Police frantically wake up Melissa's mom and, you know, tell her the news. She ran outside and tried to talk to Melissa before they took her away. But police didn't want Melissa's mom to see her like that. That's how badly damaged her Well, also, I feel like we don't have time. Like, get her to the the hospital. The reason she hasn't gone yet is because a helicopter was being called in. Oh, so they were They were life flighting her. Yeah, because that's how bad of the situation it was. Um, A helicopter was called in by a fireman named Cameron Hill. And he had responded to the scene and he knew this girl needed rushed to the hospital. Like he was like, we don't have time to drive. Even if it's the middle of the night, we've got to get her in the helicopter. When Cameron saw Melissa, he was so sad for her. I mean, she didn't look, she was mangled. She didn't look good. He needed her to survive. He had a feeling that he would see Melissa again and that she would survive. During the flight, it's only six minutes long. Melissa was non-responsive. They lost her. They were running out of time. Robert had nicked Melissa's jugular vein in her neck, so she had lost a ton of blood. Yeah. They also found a total of 32 stab wounds. Oh my gosh. She had 32 stab 32 wounds times. on her chest up to her face. And we've talked about before, like one or two is usually... To stab someone 32 yeah, times. Yeah, but 32 times is just beyond. Also, remember remember our witnesses. He used a small knife, went back in his car, and got, and a, got big a bigger knife. knife. Yeah. Melissa had facial paralysis, which is why she couldn't say the name. She couldn't move her face. Her okay. face was paralyzed. Uh, she also had a fractured skull. Her nose was broken. Her jaw was broken. And a lot of her teeth were knocked out. She had no pulse upon arrival to the hospital due to lack of blood. They needed to stop the bleeding and they also needed to restock her blood because she had lost so much. According to Hands Across the Bay, Melissa flatlined four times in the ER. That's a lot. And um, she also suffered a stroke at the ER. Okay. They attempted resuscitation over and over again and eventually Melissa came to. She survived. They found Robert the next day after he crashed his pickup truck into a convenience store because he had passed out at the will after taking pills and attempting to take his own life. Oh my gosh, this whole story is just insane. I can't believe she survived. I know. Robert was taken to the hospital and immediately confessed to what he did to Melissa. This is when police told Robert, well, Robert, Melissa actually survived. What did he do? He was talking the whole time like she was dead and he just sat there blank stare. He had no idea. No idea that she survived the attack. Melissa had to learn how to walk and talk in rehab after getting out of the hospital. She also had to testify because the DA didn't want to plead down and give Robert a chance of getting out and hurting her again. This is, this is the situation we run into with domestic violence is if they don't end up killing them, it's harder to put them away for life. Serena and Israel were there for Melissa um, as she testified because of this. And Robert ended up changing his plea to guilty later on on the DA terms, and Melissa confronted him at sentencing. She told him that she forgave him. That was what she said when she got up. She said, Robert, I forgive you because I need to forgive you for myself. Mm -hmm. He was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Yep, so he'll never get out. The responding officer who found her is still a long-term friend with Melissa. Like, they still hang out. They go to dinner. they've, They've had a great bond ever since then. The best part of this whole story is that Cameron Hill, the man who got the helicopter there, Uh attended a dinner of Melissa's after the attack. Uh, All the the first responders did. And after that dinner, they ended up falling in love. 
No way. He proposed to her as she was throwing a first pitch at a, as a survivor at the Tampa Rays baseball game. So she married the first responder that saved her life. It's like a love story. Well, not technically a love but story. It but it kind of yeah. like is a really happy ending to such a Is there a movie a on sad- this? No. Wow. But it's such a happy ending to such a sad story. Like she yeah. married the man that helped save her life after a horrible toxic relationship. Literally, she was dead. Like yeah. they, they, she flatlined wow, and they got married so in crazy. 2017. Good for them. I know. The amazing program called Hands Across the Bay helped Melissa get into a gated apartment after this whole thing happened. They helped her furnish that apartment. They have helped her share her story too. Um, they also helped Melissa travel to have facial nerve and muscle surgery so that she can smile because keep in mind her face was paralyzed. Yeah. So Mass Eye and Ears Facial Nerve Center actually donates surgery to domestic violence survivors and so they helped her get her smile back so shout out to them that's awesome that they do this melissa is now an advocate and stands against domestic violence full-time this is what she does for her job she often thinks why did she live like why of all the domestic violence victims did she get the one to be to live um but she knows and says it's her duty to share her story and help other women who might be suffering, which is why we're sharing her story today. Yeah. That is it. That is the case of Melissa Dome. Oh, man. That's so just crazy. Yeah. Just, oh, it's kind of frustrating. Like, what a psycho. Yeah. Like, that's just so messed up that you could do that to another human being. Domestic violence. It's It's just the most dangerous. It was just domestic violence and it's craziest yeah form like he he went there to kill her he had multiple weapons they found him in his truck and not just shoot her like he went there to he stabbed her 32 times stabbed her so nuts literally knocked her teeth okay yeah we went through everything that happened to her but if you or someone you love are going through domestic violence call the national domestic abuse hotline at 1-800-799-7233 i'm so i'm so sad that this is a thing that happens. And if you need help, please, I know it's hard. Please get help. Please reach out. I know it's hard, but you deserve more. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. A reminder, if you are on YouTube, please subscribe, please turn on notifications and please comment and interact with our videos. It helps us so much. Also, um, we will post all of the imagery and graphics that go along with this case on our social media. That's murder with my husband across basically all platforms. We just want to thank you so much for being here and for supporting our podcast. We love you guys so much and we will see you next week for another episode. I love it. And I hate it. Goodbye.